Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Back here on 730 The Game, ESPN Charlotte. This is the Al Wallace Show. You want to join the conversation? The Carolina Panthers hire Frank Reich as their new head coach, 704-332-0173. That's how you can call into the show. If you want to text us, your comments, your questions, you can always do that on our text line, 704-800-4827. Panthers have their guy, offensive coordinator, former head coach for the Baltimore the Indianapolis Colts. I'm really old. I'm starting to say Baltimore Colts. But Frank Wright. That is old term, now. Yeah, I'm old. What are you, Yarbrough? Oh, yeah. I'm getting up there in years. Not quite that old. <laughs> not sure how old Yars is, but I'm positive I'm not his age. Frank Wright, 61 years old. <laughs> Freeport, New York. Yars, this is not a shot at Yars. It it's just a fact. It's just a fact. It's facts, baby. It's facts. <laughs> We're getting off the rails here in the show. But Frank Reich's the guy, Bobby. And, and we got to, you know, we started talking about it a little bit. And I know my expertise is on that side of the ball, defense. We'll see how that goes. But the big question now, because there were two big check marks, two big boxes that needed to be filled early this offseason, right? Early. And I think the first one is done now. Frank Reich is your head coach. The next one is the quarterback position. What are they going to do with this quarterback position? I would have to believe that Frank Wright coming in made a big pitch to David Tepper and that that committee what he was going to do with that ninth overall pick if they stayed there. Now, it's a possibility he sees or likes something, maybe C.J. Stroud. Um, it's number, num- A number of those guys, Will Levis, uh, move up uh, to get in and make a trade to move up. But Frank Wright has to make a decision. I think he's going to be good. I'm good with Sam Darnold. We keep saying that. I think he's proved to be a good mentor, a good backup, a good bridge guy, maybe to start the season for whatever Frank Wright does at that quarterback position. If I look and I rank those guys, and I really haven't gotten into this yet, I think maybe C.J. Stroud, even over Bryce Young, because I have concerns about Bryce Young and his health. He's just a slightly built guy. He's not big. He's Tua. He's another one of those Alabama guys that was in a great system. Get the ball out of your hands. All five-star receivers and tight ends in the program. All five-star offensive linemen in front of you. But on the NFL, they're guys, and I hate to make myself the example. I'm, you know, wasn't the best guy, but 6'5", 275 pounds, running a 4'540". They will catch you. You're going to get caught. <laughs> and if anybody, and I know most are like me, it's going to be with some bad intention. So I worry about Bryce Young. And then I think the wild cards are going to be 
you know, Anthony Richardson, who's been penciled in in, in a lot of these mock drafts, as well as Will Levis is the third-ranked quarterback in that group. I think young quarterback is the direction this franchise is going to go. And we know what the Panthers have done over the past few years, whether it was Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Go where Frank Reich was. Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, right. Matt Ryan. So he's kind of been in a similar boat here. Now he's had better older quarterbacks, at least with Phillip Rivers. That was a team that went to the playoffs, lost to the Bills, really should have beat Buffalo in that game. And, you know, the, that one year with Carson Wentz, it, it wasn't bad. It was just that epic collapse they had in that mm-hmm. final game of the season against Jacksonville. I thought Matt Ryan was done in Atlanta like two years ago. So I thought that was a bad move I was by wrong. Indianapolis. I thought Matt Ryan would be good. Yeah, I, I didn't think there was anything left in the tank with Matt Ryan. So if you want to, I don't even know if you can hold that against Frank Reich with what you got there. I would think if I'm Frank Reich, though, when I come into this situation with the Panthers nine, Sam's fine to keep, but I would love to get a CJ Stroud or Will Levis. I think those would be the two that I'd be targeting at if I'm Carolina. Does that mean this team's moving up? The five, four, try to make that occur. I think that is a huge possibility for Carolina to do. But right now, to me, because then now we can throw out the other quarterbacks that are out there. Now, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to come here. I no. don't think they would pull off a Lamar Jackson type move. Tom Brady's not going to come here. So there's really only one other notable name to me, and that's Derek Carr, yeah. which you've seen Frank Reich more, Phillip Rivers. Derek Carr has a lot more left in the tank. So I, I think those are the options. You got Derek Carr, you stick with Sam, or you go young quarterback with Sam Darnold to be a part of it. I'm guessing it's young quarterback in this draft that the Carolina Panthers are going to try to get their hands on. It feels like that's the direction, and I'm okay with that. And I think, you know, as much as we love, and, and man, we talked about it during the break, like it's it's tough. It's tough um, for, I think, a lot of the minority coaches to see this. Uh, for me being on this radio as a black man, to see Steve Wilkes once again feel like he's gotten the short end of the stick. I get it. I understand it because you root for the genuine good guys, and he's genuinely a good guy and a good uh, mentor to these guys. But at the same time, when you look at the resume and the ability to develop a quarterback, that's not Steve Wilkes, right? <laughs> so if Steve Wilkes is the head coach and you get a, a ninth overall or maybe better number one pick and he's a quarterback who who are you going to have to develop him sure he can hire um an offensive coordinator that can get that job done but i think frank reich that resume that you just laid out speaks for itself and you can criticize the wins you can criticize some of the collapses uh where he's been but this guy has done a good job he wins football games and if we're taking steps even baby steps that's much better than we've had five years under david tepper and matt rule you gotta win and i think Frank Wright will come in. He'll win. We'll be competitive in the NFC South with the foundation on the defense and some of the talent that he needs to build around. DJ Moore, that running back position, figure that out, and that retooled offensive line. I think he's in a good position to succeed early, but he's got to get this this quarterback thing right. No, he does have to get it right. And for the Steve Wilkes side of it, look, it sucks. Steve Wilkes took over. You couldn't, to me, have asked for Steve Wilkes to do much more than what he did as the interim head coach of this football team. And I don't think David Tepper thought what he did was probably possible. I don't think he wanted to hire Steve Wilkes from the get-go. When we talked about that when it happened, because he used, I'm trying to think of the phrase, like something extraordinary, you know, something, something crazy that Steve Wilkes has to do to be the head coach of this football team. And it was probably, in the end, make the playoffs. 
if Steve Wilkes would have somehow pulled that off, if he didn't have faith in C.J. Henderson, maybe it does happen. Maybe they go down to Tampa and they win that game, but it didn't. And now for Steve Wilkes, it is what's next because unfortunately, a guy that's basically been a head coach twice in a no-win situation with the Arizona Cardinals when he was there, and that was the Josh Rosen year, if I'm not mistaken, for Arizona, and then coming here to take over Carolina because what was the big thing to me about this coaching search, Al? Steve Wilkes did not interview for, anything yeah, else. I he mean, had a, no chance. The reports man. are the Falcons are waiting basically for Steve Wilkes to see if they can make him their defensive coordinator and probably Al Holcomb, the linebackers coach yeah. or something like that. And some of these guys go down to Atlanta and be a part of that. It, it is tough and it says a lot just about the defensive side and those guys getting the, the tougher road to go along and the minority part plays a part of it. Maybe we'll see D'Amico Ryans get the job with the Denver Broncos. Looks like they could go defense either way with Dan Quinn potentially being that other guy. But if you're Steve Wilkes, you got to be sick today that you did not get this job because I don't know what else you could do. I'm not criticizing David Tepper for going with Frank Reich. Only time's going to tell if Frank Reich was the right decision for this football team. And his resume, it's not bad. It's not great. And Steve Wilkes, to me, did the best he could. But still in the eyes of David Tepper and what we thought from day one, Al, it was never going to be enough. I'm telling you, people are disappointed. People are angry. And I'm trying to not go like halfway read through texts and messages that are coming through. Not just from my friends who are feeling kind of the pain and disappointment from Steve Wilkes not being named the head coach, but other coaches that are in the league. And if you've listened to me enough, you know the guys that I – I put on a pedestal guys I play with guys that I've been around in this league, in this business. And they're disappointed because it says a lot about their chances to one day become a head coach and move up. If Steve Wilkes, a stand-up guy with the character and the consistency at the podium on the field, can't get the job. Then what about Brinson Buckner? What about Mike Caldwell, the defensive coordinator down in Jacksonville, Leslie Frazier, all these names. Uh, I know D'Amico Ryans is going to be the hot guy because he has the number one defense in the league. So if that's what you're telling me as a Black man, a defensive coordinator, and there are not a lot of offensive coordinators in the league, probably zero if I can think about it, outside of Eric Bieniemy. You don't have a chance to be a head coach in this league. Your character doesn't count. What counts, being a leader of, a, of men doesn't count. The men that you are in charge of going to bat for you, wanting you to be in that position, it will not count. It's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to think about it from that perspective. And it's an it's not about Frank Reich. It's not about taking anything away from Frank Reich. But you gotta you know be concerned about again the plight of the minority coach in this league. We're gonna go to the the caller line. We're gonna hear from Kevin right now. He's calling into the Al Wallace Show. Kevin, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How's everyone doing today? Doing great, man. We appreciate you. What you got for me? Yes, I just want to say, as an African-American, as a black man, I don't want to pull the race card, but I am a Panthers fan. I want what's best for the team. And I feel that David Tepper and them really did their research and did their homework and pulled in everything they need to pull in on all candidates. And so I, I'm not going to be the one to pull a race card. I feel that who, whoever is qualified and what is best for the team that's the route we should go. Kevin, and I, I on top of that, and on top of that, I feel that 
we need to do a reboot in, in, in the office with the, with, with the Panthers. Kevin, I agree with you. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling the Al Wallace Show. Look, Kevin, I, I, I feel you. I feel your pain. And this is not about the race car. This is about the disappointment. And both things can be mutually exclusive, right? I'm happy for Frank Reich. I think he is a good guy for the job. I think he's going to do a great job. But I also can feel the disappointment for Steve Wilkes and the lack of opportunities that he's gotten. Again, like Bobby said, he's not on anybody's list for an interview, first round nor second round, to be a head coach. So it was just the Carolina Panthers, the team that he went 6-6 six and six with that didn't want him. So you know if the other teams weren't interested, David Tepper was paying attention to that. I think if he's getting some other interviews, other teams are interested in the services of Steve Wilkes, it may have changed. And look, I'm a black man just like you, and I feel your pain. I feel in talking about this right now. But the fact of the matter is, the game has changed from when I played. It's changed from years ago when you could have John Fox and Ron Rivera and they could bring in offensive guys that weren't big names, by the way, when they won and went to the Super Bowl. There weren't no superstar offensive coordinator names on these rosters getting it done. They had talent. They got it done. They played conservative, what is considered conservative-style football. They didn't turn it over. They were tough on defense. That's who the Carolina Panthers have been for the past 20-plus, what, almost 30 years, it feels like. Yeah, and let's look how the four teams in championship weekend. Kyle Shanahan, offensive mind. Nick Sirianni, offensive mind. Andy Reid, offensive mind. Zach Taylor, offensive mind. It's just the way of the league. And uh, unfortunately, you can go to Tampa. Bruce Arians was an offensive guy. They make the switch defensively. Is that all the fault of Todd Bowles? I don't think so, but it was bad. In Tampa this year, Buffalo, Sean McDermott, defensive Can't guy, not able to get the job done here. Fair, unfair. Can you be a defensive head coach and you can win 100%? I think that is the case, but it leads to more pressure of you have to figure out the offense. And as you're an owner hiring, it's like, well, why am I hiring this guy who then has to make some other hire to get the most important position right? And that is quarterback. Here, you're trusting it with Frank Reich. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. You Pat Frank Reich on the back, you cheer for him, you're excited for everything that he's he's been able to do, but you also feel bad for Steve Wilkes. Look, we're going to keep talking about this throughout the show. We'll come back with more on the Al Wallace Show.